When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Griffin here. None of these scenarios are based on any real-life events. Everything is made up entirely on the spot. Take it away, song! Hi! I'm Griffin. And I'm Bones, and I'm Steve. Oh! Steve has now become the nickname. <laughs> well, I just think people primarily know me as Bones. Yeah, you're in, you've been in the character so long that who knows where one ends and the other begins. People always showed it to me at, on the streets and stuff, so I'm like, I guess that's what people know me as now. Uh, and this is Kill to Death? And this is the Improvised True Crime Podcast? <laughs> It's a hoot. And Steve, this was uh, the second day for you. Now, listeners might have heard an earlier app from a few weeks ago where we gave job interview tips because you were going to a job interview. That's right. I am pleased to announce that today's bit is all about starting a new job. <laughs> yes. So a soft congratulations to me who has now had Why two soft? days. Um, I don't know. We're not in the same place together. You can only congratulate so much. <laughs> What are we going to do? High five over Zoom. A shrug to Steve for his new job. Thank you so much. Um, and a shrug for you for all of your help. You gave I, great what tips. Did I do? Oh, yeah. We did a bunch of practice interviews you, together. Um, you remembered to... Here we go. You remembered to sign off all your answers as Steve Cook. Yeah. You remembered to live stream during the interview. Yeah. You know what? I don't need to do... Two is impressive. That was a few episodes ago. <laughs> Do you have any more you can remember? Nope. I just remember the signing off thing because I said it. And Steve, today we've got some tips on your first week at a new job, how to make a good impression on your coworkers. You're showing up, you're yes. nervous, you're new at the office, you want to leave a good impression. What is the yeah. number one thing you've been doing so far? You can start with the same move I did. Bring everybody lunch. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's just on intuition. You don't know these people yet, so you're just going to have to get the sense of what kind of stuff they like. If you need to make multiple trips, go to multiple places. Really make yeah. the rounds. You did, but you, you did to. home cooking because you were up late last night. Yes. Some of them needed to be home-cooked meals. You could just tell that a few people were like home-cooked folk, and that's all they'd eat. Just some real, like, bumpkins. Yeah, there are a couple of country bumpkins who work there who The wanted... Jug Band. <laughs> yeah. The Jug Band who constantly plays in the corner of the office. They <laughs> I knew that they would love um yeah. Shepherd's Pie. So I baked oh, them a yeah. Shepherd's Pie. Oh, washboard guy would have loved that. Yeah. Yeah. And he did. And so it went over really well and I recommend everyone else do the same. 
Um, Uber eats it. Go pick it up. Like, do whatever you can to just make sure every single person gets a lunch from you and get rid of their lunches if they brought one. That's right. Clean out the fridge out. beforehand. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get everything out of there that has a name on it and then use those names for writing them on the new packages. Yeah. Oh, you were going to have a salad. Enjoy your shepherd's pie. <laughs> a lot. I did make a lot. So a Real lot of people sleepy got afternoon pie. at the office. <laughs> it's okay. I got everybody heavy cream as well. <laughs> you used, You just used air quotes, but I'm not going to touch on that. <laughs> it was half and half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, heavy cream. <laughs> Pretty moderate. <laughs> uh, I would say my tip to every uh, everyone out there is to, uh, promise everybody that you won't poo at the office. Uh, no one likes that when you use the bathroom for pooing. So if you go around desk to desk throughout the day being like, hey, j-, like personally, do a little touch, a chance to get to know them. Just be like, hey, if you see me use the bathroom, I'm only I'm only peeing. <laughs> I poo at home. Or maybe, uh, yeah, I don't know. I <laughs> come out of the bathroom and be like, whoo, go in there. I was just going to say that. I was just going to say that. Um, yeah, I think that's a great tip. Let everyone know that uh, you respect the facilities. Mm-hmm. You can also put up some signs. Um, yeah. Like, yeah, if this bathroom's uh, silent, you know I'm peeing in there. <laughs> If this Do bathroom's silent, you know I'm peeing in there. Well, yeah, it, yeah. usually well, the bathroom's it be very, rocking. very loud, but when you go pee, everyone <laughs> shuts the hell up to look. It's a sight to behold. <laughs> but uh, yeah, let everyone know. Either put up the signs. You can also send an all-staff email. It's pretty yeah. easy once uh, someone else has sent one out. Um, pretty good. Just hit the old yeah. reply all on that one and uh, just let everyone know. Maybe take a picture of the morning's poo at home. <laughs> I don't want to keep doing this. Steve, what's your tip? Um, you don't want to keep doing this. Um, don't show? pimp me into shit like that in the future. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really forced your hand. Um, yeah, and then so, uh, yeah, definitely my one other tip um, is uh, dress for the job you want. Uh, so I dressed as one of the Bumpkin Band members. and yeah. uh, You're hoping to, to hoping. be promoted up one day. <laughs> That's right. Because for now, all I do is play the baby grand that sits in the corner. And I got to wear a suit. And everyone boos. <laughs> yeah. We are. It's just a, a one floor space of a warehouse that is just multiple musicians practicing together. There's no dividers we're not by practicing together we're all practicing our own stuff yeah for individual stuff but and you can't get no promoted dividers. up through the instruments all mm-hmm. the way to jug band that's right and jug band's top and above that is one guy who does the spoons um that's tough to get and i'm gonna say who's the one person in the office everyone hates the boss so mm-hmm. on day one do your best to humiliate uh the boss whoever that might be uh, whether it's well, don't they say go beat up the toughest, toughest person guy, on, yeah, the, that's right. on the first day? Toughest okay. guy at, the, at work is the boss. That's right. So I got to hit the spoons guy. <laughs> yeah, you got to go hit the spoons guy, you know, call him a dipshit, uh, pull down his pants and hope he's wearing polka dot underwear. Mm-hmm. The worst fate in the world. <laughs> I, that's why I don't wear underwear. Yeah. Or <laughs> pants. No one can pants you if you don't have pants on. And that's a bonus tip for everyone. Dress for the job you want. <laughs> a little baby, fully nude. <laughs> Steve, this is this is off to a wonderful start. Would you like to keep the momentum rolling? Yes, I would. My cat just busted in. 
Did you hear that? I heard a big bust, but I wasn't sure what it was. <laughs> he pushed the door open. Oh, good for Hello, you. Hello, Spaghetti. Everyone, welcome Spaghetti to the podcast. He did nothing to say. Are you going to chill? Dumb. Yeah, Too dumb. Right. This is why he's never been a guest. <laughs> you were saying something important about murder solving. The victim. Sherry O'Tori. Found dead at a poetry reading. Today's guest. Mr. Bingo. Poet. <laughs> Mr. Bingo, hello. What's up, guys? What's up? Thank I you for wanna, being here. No problem. Thank you for having me on. I just want to give a big soft congratulations to Steve on the new job. <laughs> and can we just Thanks, point Ed. out why, oh why, is it called polka dots? It's just regular dots. Anyways, oh, that is that's good. That yeah. is good. Well, unless people are poking them. Well, I guess if it's on underwear... Or if it's one of the specific musicians at your warehouse. Mm, that is true. That is true. Can you the play poker accordion guy? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Weird <laughs> Al at my office. <laughs> um, yeah. What's up? What's up? You're you're a poet. <laughs> I am. I'm a poet. Isn't that cool. crazy? Yeah. <laughs> you did. <laughs> crazy. Is that still crazy to you after all these years? I literally cannot believe it. Every time I read one of my works i'm just like i can't even believe all this stuff rhymes this is insane so that is the kind of poetry you do then is like the standard I do, writing yeah, I, I do a b a b a b that's the only sort of uh you know structure that i follow as a poet wow so you don't even get to see it's always just like two different rhymes the whole poem yeah, that's sort of how I've made because everyone is trying to be a little bit more flowery with the language yeah. and a little bit more experimental. But I just but like stick one to the sentence basics. all the way over at the other side of the page and be like, yeah, they've got like it starts a sentence off with you know minuscule letters or whatever instead of um, capital letters and like that kind of stuff. Just but no, but you you do basically just like go dog go. <laughs> yeah, go dog go. We dog. love you. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I guess I'm doing Go Dog Go as one line. Yeah. And then oh, We Love okay. You as a second line. Yeah. And then Go Dog No, because maybe Dog <laughs> got out. And then uh, You Are You. <laughs> like he's just being himself, kind of. So Go Dog Go, We Love You, Go Dog No, You Are You. Wow. That's it, one a, of my poems. What a cool Beautiful. insight. Yeah, we just saw the process. Yeah, and that's just off Joel the... Joel Embiid. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah that is the Joel, M- Joel Embiid of the poetry. Of we all, all your it... poems, that poem is the Joel Embiid of them? Exactly. It's starting off not great, and it's a little bit injured, but in a few years, that poem will be really good. <laughs> I, would you say, given the, the rigid nature of your um, poetry writing. Do you say you get along with the other poets or are you, you know, a little ostracized by the community? I can tell there's some some jealousy that I have my thing so figured out. Everybody's kind of looking for their thing. So, yeah, I don't really say we get along very well. There's a couple guys I get along with, but for the most part, I'm kind of a, a lone wolf on my own, you know? So where does the majority of, uh, forgive me for asking, your revenue come from? Is is it like uh, book sales? Is it live performance? Yeah. So a lot of my money comes from uh, other investments that I've made sort of in <laughs> Ethereum and... Um, <laughs> sure. 
Yeah, mostly Ethereum, I should say, because the other investments I made are in um, um, <laughs> yeah, you're scrolling on your phone right now. <laughs> well, I'm looking at the stocks right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to what see what my other investments are. <laughs> yeah, I got an investment here in something called um, bungee cords. <laughs> so that's not doing so well. People. Well, that stock is just going up and down, <laughs> up and down constantly. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, that is kind of poetic in a way. So that maybe that's kind of beautiful. And honestly, next time it goes high, I am going to sell because <laughs> I, I know what's going to happen next. You know it's going to crash. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I also made a big investment into um, the Canada's Got Talent um, showing soon on City TV um, because I do believe Canada's Got Talent. And uh, I'm Are just, you hoping that- you can kind of get a spot on that yourself? I mean, I'm trying to not make it so, you know, it's like if I get a spot on it, cool. If I don't, that's okay. I'm actually just invested in the it for the greater good, you know. But I wouldn't be opposed to being the first poet to win Canada's Got Talent. That would be kind of cool and kind of show people that poetry is important. Can you invest in poetry? Is that a stock option? That, unfortunately, is not a stock option yet. We are too uh, subjective and experimental for it to be a stock option. You can invest in limericks, and you can invest in haikus, but you can't invest in the kind of They don't consider those poetry? No. Those are just sentences. Well, I guess they don't go (laughs) A-B-A-B. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. uh, Those are just other sort of ways of writing, you know? I don't consider, like, a book poetry, you know? I'm here reading, like, the Bob Odenkirk memoir. I don't consider that poetry, you know? He will be devastated. Possibly. But there's no ry- There's almost no rhyming in did it. You, so. Did you tell him that about, like, six months ago? Uh, <laughs> I, you know. Oh, I see. <laughs> you know what? Um, fortunately, no, I think that was uh, just a health-related injury. So it wasn't oh, due to the blow. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it was Thank not due God. to the, the blow of hearing that it wasn't poetry. Uh, but we are so happy that he's feeling better now. We are. Yes, we love Bob. Yeah. Yeah, we are. Yeah. I thought you said love bomb. Um, <laughs> yeah, and also we, are, we would love to love bomb him sometime. <laughs> well, that's how much we are happy he's feeling better. We would like to be toxic and <laughs> love bomb Bob Odenberg. I can't wait to gaslight you soon, Bob. <laughs> exactly. If he wasn't alive, we couldn't gaslight him. So just be thankful. So you make that's no right. money through poetry? I make no money through poetry. No, I spend a lot of money through poetry, though. On the books? Spending money on, on those books. little books. Yeah, I got the books. I got the pencils. I got the different pages. I got the ink <laughs> for the pencils. You get different pages to put in the books. That's how books yeah. are priced. <laughs> exactly. You <laughs> have to buy just the outsides of it, and then individual <laughs> pages. Yeah, so it's like when I'm feeling really inspired, it's actually kind of a drain, and I basically <laughs> have to beg the guy to give me more pages. But. Um, yeah, it's just sort of a lot of expenses. Travel, obviously, to and from the poetry readings. Um, I have to pay where people are to, they come, to come out. Um, and I, where are you? Well, I am in Los Angeles, California. And Hollywood South. Yeah, 
exactly just south of west and east and north hollywood <laughs> and i am uh, a lot of the poetry readings are actually not here they're sort of in joshua tree a place where a lot of people like to trip out you know it's a very artistic hub where is it what state is joshua tree in that's in california as well oh okay yeah. Is does that mean a lot of your uh, audience is on ayahuasca or whatever they may be taking? Exactly, ayahuasca, mushrooms, uh, like, Tylenol, PM. Exactly. I am, I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a maybe. You, man. I feel like I just get much stronger reactions when the crowd is uh, incredibly high on something. <laughs> so you go out to Joshua Tree. Do they expect that a poetry reading is coming? They in a Joshua Tree for sure they do. They kind of are <laughs> they are upset if a if a poetry reading is not happening. So it uh, it's kind of yeah sort of any bar you go to any restaurant any club they uh, expect to read them in clubs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we ask the them DJ. To, like stop the music. <laughs> yeah, we or are, you, are you like the drop for the song? <laughs> Yeah, so it's like a big EDM buildup, and then I sort of do some rhyming A B A B poetry, uh, just sort of into a, a crowd, and I project my voice. There's no microphone or anything, and they're all moshing. <laughs> yeah, they're kind of dancing like a lot of grinding, and uh, <laughs> you know, people who basically just turned twenty-one are getting bottle service and stuff during it. They're doing shots. <laughs> But you also don't make money through doing this. You're you're just doing this for free. <laughs> that yeah, that's sort of that's one of the expenses is that I pay for all the shots and all the alcohol that everybody's <laughs> drinking there as a way to sort of build good faith oh, with them. Yeah. Thank God Ethereum is so up. Exactly. Even though the guy who made it looks a bit weird, it's still going up. I no, <laughs> I don't know. The guy on Time magazine. I think he is the guy on the Time magazine that's cover. Funny. Yeah. Did you see that meme going around, Griffin? No, uh, weird It's not even guy. a meme, it's just a, a guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but people were roasting him and it was pretty funny. Yeah. He was basically a, a skinny guy. So you got it writes laugh. itself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you guys had any more questions or anything. But... Well, let's no, let's get to it. the murder. <laughs> oh, oh, of course, of course. Did of course. you know Sherry Otori? Uh, I knew Sherry a little bit. Yeah, I wasn't necessarily the biggest fan. I thought they were a bit pretentious. If I could oh. say that, yeah. Oh, no, uh, so another poet? Sherry was a poet. Yeah, and uh, they weren't no friend of mine. Let's just say that. Mm. Like uh, the opposite of Jeremiah. Oh, I was gonna say like Genesis. Oh no, wait, that's no son of mine. Yeah, so basically, none of us can but, draw but the perfect two comparison. But Sherry was also not a son of mine. So two basically, whips. the opposite like your of Jeremiah in the bathroom. <laughs> they don't smell poo. Oh my god! <laughs> For someone who wanted to drop that one, you're pretty excited to come back to it. Yes, any like tangential way to bring it back. <laughs> yes, a word that kind of relates to my earlier poo tangent. Yes. <laughs> Uh, okay, I'm curious, what kind of uh, poetry uh, they were Sher- performing? Sherry was yeah, they were really into like experimental poetry, sort of E.E. E. Cummings style. Experimental, experimental Cummings. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah, and they, the description's so nice. He 
named him the first letter of his uh, <laughs> name twice. <laughs> and and what is that style? Because I'm unfamiliar with poetry, to be honest. Well, it's sort of similar to when you were saying, like, you know, they have a, a word all the way to the side. Mm. Or, like, mm. you know, some words are uh, don't have capital letters where they should or have capital letters where they shouldn't. Or it's all, you How know. Does, how's that translate to live? They go and stand on the other side of the stage or something? They get way bigger, mm. yeah. They get way they bigger. They get way bigger. <laughs> well, if it's like they a big stand on a stool. Yeah. <laughs> they get big when they shouldn't be getting big. Not like exactly. you. You get big at the right times. Exactly. I get big at, at the, the beginning of, the of every sentence. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's how you're supposed to read. That's how I learned to read. So I assume everyone is kind of in the same boat. And then when there's a little, you know, period or comma, you kind of do that. Do a little uh, hop. With your body. Get into a ball. Yeah. And sort of, I, I learned to read. I learned to read by uh, watching that YMCA video. So <laughs> that's sort of just sort of stuck so, with me ever since I was a kid. When, when you're reading one of your poems, are you frantically spelling it with your body? <laughs> yeah, exactly. G-O-D-O-G-G-O. Yeah. It's why I'm in such good shape as well. Yeah. Now describe your shape for the listeners. Um, cut six three, uncircumcised. <laughs> um, but that's and, because you've been practicing your whole life doing the sh- letters. Exactly. That's grew back that's a sort of, it, it, Yeah, exactly. You like move so much it actually causes some some skin tension, and then it, it just sort of grows back. Yeah. <laughs> that's sort so of the, the shape listeners, you've got a pretty good picture in your mind. Yep. Exactly. So. Sherry did these like experimental kind kinds of poems. Was mm. she doing them at the same clubs you were? Yeah, yeah. So she was down in Joshua Tree, and she would hit up. Uh, you know, there's like a road circuit uh, to the poetry scene as well. So she'd be up in like Utah, Arizona, sort of small town places. And uh, yeah, we we would cross paths pretty often. And was there ever confrontation between the two of you? Yeah, there was like some, I would say, resentment between the two of mm. us because mm. you know we were at, we were doing such different styles. I could tell like she didn't like respect the way that I was doing it. She thought it was a bit hack, basically, and that just made me no. so mad. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, this may be sensitive to ask, but was, uh, were they more successful at poetry yeah, as far as money goes how do you measure success right yeah, exactly so. exactly critically yes financially yes sort of more respected by her peers yes but in a way that only i would care about which is the ABAB rhyme scheme she was not as successful at all Mm. way less successful in that way you you were the most successful (laughs) blew her out of the water yeah (laughs) um but yeah she was yes she had a a, a, she was like the golden child of the of the poetry scene you know oh so Mm. this was a tragedy in the poetry circles yeah yeah for sure (laughs) that'd be a and in the otori uh, household annoying funeral oh yeah and what did you say steve this was better pretty annoying funeral to attend the Just a lot of poets me. who want don't want to read their eulogies. Yes, you can <laughs> their, imagine their E. E. Cummings eulogies. <laughs> yes, it's never been more like um, you know everybody's very sweaty for moving around so much <laughs> during it. 
So let's talk about when, when you found the body then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where was this? Which reading? This was one in Mesa, Arizona. This was one of those sort of small town clubs that we were playing. And it was after, you know, it was like 4 a.m. The night had ended and uh, they, you know, they like turn on the lights in the club and everybody's sort of getting their, their bearings and stuff. <laughs> this was the club. Yeah, this is one of the, sorry, the, the like dance club nights. Um, nice, okay. That I guess she would do to kind of stay grounded or whatever, because, you know, again, that's part of, it's not considered the coolest part of the poetry scene, but uh, the lights came on and she was in the corner of the club and she was just sort of standing on her head and was just... Impressive. Compl- <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. But she was facing the wall. So she was standing on her head, mm. facing the wall, and I was like, "Okay, Sherry, let's go." And she didn't really <laughs> respond because we were Where driving. Where are you guys to- gonna go? <laughs> we were going to an after-hours. <laughs> um, oh, do okay. another poetry reading. <laughs> yeah, we were going to another poetry reading, and oh, okay. um, and then she was like non-responsive or anything. So I was like, "Wait, let's go. Let's go." And like, I grabbed the top of her shoe because that was what was you know that was like grabbing her hand if she was standing right side up right so i feel like, no, like grabbing her scalp <laughs> i guess that yeah okay fair well unless her legs dipping down one leg was dipping down. Oh, okay yeah yes exactly holding a drink <laughs> <laughs> yeah, holding a drink <laughs> and, yeah. and i was like oh i thought she was offering me her drink because it was like <laughs> being pointed out so I was like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll have some. And I grabbed the drink, and then the leg just, like, fell sort of limply to the ground. And I could tell at that point, like, lights were on, she was on her head, basically <laughs> not moving. And it's like, so her leg fell off? Or she tilted all the, like, she no, fell sorry, all the way? No, sorry, it fell all the way to the ground. It didn't fall off. It was still attached to her body. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, that's when I was like, this is wrong. And then I was like, okay, Sherry, are you messing with me, or is this... For real, and Mess-eyeing she didn't respond to that. Messying with me because of like the... Arizona. Oh, I see. Yes, yeah. See, I don't. Uh, I know only rhymes, not jokes. But that is perfect. <laughs> um, and then she just didn't keep responding, and so I was like, "What the hell is going on?" And I sort of like kicked her in the head. Um, <laughs> that would even by sorta. Like I, you know, basically how. Um, how you would see like a field goal kicker in football kick you a football. You got someone else to like hold it there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and you took like how you and went I... back. <laughs> you got a running start. Yeah, just to see if she was okay. <laughs> <laughs> she did not even respond to that. And that's when I was like, okay, we did got to Did you score? <laughs> I didn't score because it just hit the wall right in front of her, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> Which is so sad, but the whole thing is that I'm, I, I knew right then and there that we were screwed and I had to call the ambulance and the police. I called both. Oh boy. Yeah. Two different 911 phone calls. Yeah, 911, the first one I was like, I have a non-responsive person here, I need you to come. And they're like, okay, perfect, we got somebody, hung it up, and then I called 911 again and I said, hey, I just called, I also would love an ambulance to come by because this person is being extra, non- even less responsive than they were before. Well, what we're going to do is take a quick break. Okay. When we come back, hopefully uh-huh. we can figure out. It sounds very witchy right now. That's what I'm imagining. Oh, because of the facing the wall? Standing a cor- in a corner facing a wall on her head 
which seems mm. like it would be hard to do once dead. Mm. Mm. Right. Well, someone could have put them in that position, though, I guess. These are the kinds of guesses we will hear when we return. <laughs> oh, get ready. <laughs> and listeners, during the break, feel free to make guesses of your own out loud wherever you oh, are. Yes, tell the guy at the gym. Yeah. We'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> We are back on Killed to Death. I'm still here with Bones and Steve, if you're on friendly terms. Thank you. But if you see me in the streets, um, give me a big uh, a wave. Um, and a lot of people are going, do that dance, Bones. I don't know what that's from, but that's what they've been shouting. And do you oblige? Do you try and guess what dance I don't dance know what the dance for? is. I don't even know. We, there's not even a video of this show so i don't even know what dance right so you respond with like a, your hands out and like a, a i don't know how to a, you you mouth like i'm so sorry <laughs> yeah at first I, I tell them how sorry i am um and then i always say another time another time and i keep walking and they go so okay if you, want, if you ever want that interaction <laughs> we can do that and we're also still here with mr bingo <laughs> hey mr bingo here once again is that a stage name or is that uh, by birth? Uh, it is a, a stage name. My real name is uh, Mr. Bingo. <laughs> Couple O's at the end. <laughs> but your stage name is Mr. Bingo. Yeah, cleaner. That is sure. cleaner. Yeah. I didn't, want, are... I, didn't, I didn't want anybody looking me up and then being able to find me, you know? I guess, yeah, I guess they wouldn't. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Unless... <laughs> Unless they were bad spellers, I guess. But then I don't want them as a fan anyways. You are uh, a poet. Mm-hmm. Your your style is mainly A-B-A-B-A-B. I mean, that in itself is a beautiful poem. But yes, exactly. <laughs> I guess it counts. It checks the boxes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's, a, what's another? Can you give us another just brief taste of one? Yeah, I have one right here, actually. This is a, an old poem of mine that I really love. Oh, yeah. This you just one. blew off the dust. Yes, yes, it's been a little it's a bit. Scroll. <laughs> yes, it's actually. I'll be honest. It's my great grandfather's poem, and this is kind of what got me <laughs> not into. yours at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, we call it the bingo poem, so it, quite, oh, okay. it gets passed down, and one day, hopefully, okay. it will be my um, <laughs> grandfather's poem. I'll give it back to him. And then <laughs> 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 but this poem is about yeah, hopefully someday. <laughs> someday i uh this is a poem about how much i love hockey <laughs> you or your grandpa i guess we'll find your out grandpa well wrote? yeah okay, it's well, about yeah, no, no, the, we'll let it you know in we'll the poem the eye is representative of whoever is right writing right it. Okay. okay sorry to slow it down it's okay i love hockey the game of ice i love hockey it's so <laughs> perfect I love hockey. It's so nice. I love hockey. Uh, there's a football player named Vontez Perfect. That's the poem. I love hockey. It's so nice. And your one grandpa line. knew of Vontez Perfect. 
<laughs> yeah, he was sort of a what's that guy called Nostradamus? He was sort oh, of a okay. Nostradamus type of guy, but for New England or no for Cincinnati football. If if you had a friend who had like really big, um, like nostrils, you could call them Nostradamus, and that'd be kind of like a playground little. Especially if his name tactic. is like Thomas. Ooh. Oh, Nostril Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> well, then now. you're kind of far removed from the other name, but... Uh, Listen, everyone out there, if you have just, a friend with big nostrils and their name's Thomas or not, or Thomas, mm-hmm. uh, and you're mm-hmm. looking for something new to say to them on the playground, this could be it. Yeah, yeah. for any kids listening out there. If you're kicking uh, it in the sandbox and you just want to really throw them off, mm-hmm. <laughs> really get in their head. Really want to fuck up their day. Yeah, psychologically for years. Call them Nostradamus. Now, Mr. Bingo, you found Sherry O'Tory. Um, this was uh, a very notable poet, it sounds like. It sounds like yeah. she had a lot of clout in the community, uh, just I, not specifically with ABAB poetry exactly. fans. Yeah. I found her basically face down, ass up, but... Feet uh, even upper. Feet, face down, ass up. Feet even oh, upper. I face, guess not down, face down, ass head, middle. Head up. Head down. <laughs> head d- well, well, where is, down. Okay, so where is the face then? Face ain't on your head? Damn. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, I guess. I, I yeah, count, I I count head right. from You're bottom right. of the chin to. I think you can say face forehead. down in this but situation. I just mean her neck. Her neck wasn't like broken back. So her face was in the on the ground, but lower than it normally is, is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Face down. Okay. I concede. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Anyways, I'm sorry, but I had to say that. <laughs> Shaking both his fists at me. <laughs> exactly. Uh, facing the wall. Now. Was she like propped up by anything or was she just like resting on her head? That's very hard to balance a person like that. Yeah, she was right. She was basically in like an upside down timeout, I would say. So she was just sort of resting on her head, so, facing the corner. Wearing a dunce cap? <laughs> upside oh, down yeah, in the A corner. crumpled up dunce cap crushed <laughs> under her head. <laughs> exactly. Looked like she had maybe uh, embar- either done something bad or or like embarrassed her parents or something, you know. So I mean, polka dot underwear. Oh, that could have been. Yeah. Had she already performed? Or I guess you both mm. had already performed. This is the end of the night. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Yeah. This was. Oh, very, how did the night later. go? Uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, nobody cared or gave us any sort <laughs> of look or anything. But and that's kind of how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good night. Yeah. If people aren't just like outwardly mad, it's pretty good. <laughs> You still bought everyone drinks and drugs for the night. Yeah, I've sort of committed to this, and I, I wonder how much uh, longer I can do it. But. Talking about the podcast? <laughs> no, no, sorry. I mean my uh, my lifestyle of buying everybody dra- <laughs> drinks and drugs for every single poetry reading I do at clubs. It's also so marked up at clubs, which I did not know when I agreed to do this. <laughs> I thought it would be the same amount as I see it. Well, especially because you know. you're buying in bulk. Well, that's what I figured. I was like, oh, it'll be cheaper. But they charge me club prices. And you mentioned <laughs> the kids have bottle service. Are you paying for that as <laughs> yeah, well? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like 200 bucks <laughs> for a vodka bottle that I see in the store is like, you know, 40 bucks. And Crazy. how did Sherry's performance go? Pretty good. Pretty good. People liked it. People clapped. People said woo. And 
people started dancing and making out and grinding and stuff um, during her poem. Nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a sign of a good poem. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Were there any other no, uh, poets no on the list which they didn't acknowledge? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. They, I could tell people were still kind of horny when they were hearing mine, <laughs> even though they weren't doing anything. I could tell. I get a general. I'm good at telling that kind of stuff. <laughs> like I can tell both you guys are kind of horny right now. So, <laughs> like uh, Nostradamus in a way. That, Isn't yeah. that what he did? Yeah, that's true. And sorry, you say you can tell that we're kind of horny right now? Yeah, exactly. I can kind of get a vibe from the the boner from the boners <laughs> that I see on screen right now. <laughs> oh, this now I know uh, you're just a poet, but this is a song. This is the uh, Skype theme song. I'm gonna click hello. Hello. Hello, man. Hello, man. Oh, my God. Hey. <laughs> it isn't you. Hello, man. What's Hello, up? Man. Dude. Thanks for having me on the call. Do you know who this is, Griffin? Just going on the voice, it's a spaced out beatnik poet type, but I don't. What? This is the most, <laughs> you know second or third most famous poet in all of um what did i say before arizona arizona and you can say it joshua tree first or second most famous now yeah well that's true yeah that's sad oh damn man yeah he's got (laughs) dude how's it going it's so good to see you well, you just reminded me of some bummer stuff, man. <laughs> yeah. But otherwise, it's oh man, it's gravy. It's honestly gravy. Yeah. This is um I'm Mr. Bingo, obviously, and then this is uh the Mr. Boba Fett. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks for introducing me, man. I was gonna introduce myself, but Oh, thought I kind of went without saying, you know. I'm Mr. Boba Fett. Is no, I I don't know Star Wars that well. Is that the helmet you're wearing? <laughs> no, man. This is like a cool old World War II helmet. Oh, okay. It was. That's my not what Boba Fett wears. I thought he was like a World War II guy running around with a pistol. <laughs> hey, man. Knowing knowing what Disney's doing with all their properties mashing together. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, Star Wars and World War Two. <laughs> they should do Private a crossover <laughs> or whatever. The Star hell. Wars Two. I thought that was <laughs> <laughs> what it was sort of an analogy in it. <laughs> yeah, but you are Mr. Boba Fett. I'm Mr. Boba Fett. Yeah, my parents were big Star Wars fans, and that's why they did it. And I assume your fan, your parents were fan of the bingo, man. My parents, yeah, they were a fan of. Um, they went to bingo nights and stuff. I was, yeah, yeah born. That's why they bingo. named you Mr. Bingo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was because they bingo turns out is a trademark term, and uh, they would have to mm. pay money. So actually, I wonder if that's the same with Mr. I'm, Boba. No, I'm Boba Fett. <laughs> I'm Boba Fett with three T's. Right. For that very reason, it's just not pronounced any differently. But it's Boba Fett. Miss Boba. Anyways, that's enough about me. We don't have to talk about No, no, me. I'd love to get to know you, you a little bit. 
what oh, is what I mean, is your style are, of poetry? Are shy, so you're gonna yeah mm-hmm. you're gonna have to ask him some questions. But you did a great job. Ask me a few times. <laughs> yeah. I'm so shy. I don't even want to talk about it. What's your style of poetry? Oh, stop! I don't even want to talk about What's it. What's your style of poetry? Oh, fine. I guess I'll tell you. But I think that never mind. I think that's a bit from Austin Powers. Sure so. is. <laughs> oh, nuts. <laughs> It felt too good. <laughs> but you know you know what's good about that one is the second time they bring back Will Ferrell in that movie, uh, they don't have him do brown face, which is good. Yeah, that's good. That was Isn't a good character just choice. Under the the table screaming about being on fire or he's a- No, that I think they show him in the first film. Oh, but then when he falls Yeah. Like the tree goes back or something. Okay, gotcha. Regardless, gotcha. what's your poetry <laughs> style? Well, I could tell you, man. But I'd rather show you. What the hell? What does that mean? <laughs> oh, I figured it out. He's going to read us a poem. <laughs> One tree. One tree hill. One tree hill was a good show. One tree Hill was a good show I used to watch. Take me back. Mother crying? No. I'm just watching TV, man. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. That's called memories. So you're like a you're like a TV critic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I grew up on TV and that's a lot of my poems. I didn't actually live a lot of my life. That's when I realized all I'd ever thought and felt and loved was all through TV. Wow. Sometimes, you know, it can, uh, TV for, for a certain generation, it can feel almost like your parents because you spent so much time in front of it. Yeah, and that's kind of what this poem's about. So you got it. Similar- there was no mother crying. It was just the TV. It was just yeah. uh, SpongeBob. Yeah, that's what I meant by one tree. <laughs> SpongeBob. You met the tree in Sandy's dome. <laughs> yeah, I met the tree in Sandy's dome. You get it, man. You get it. Well, people don't love my poetry, and that's okay. Mm. That's okay. It's not for them. Yeah, it sounds like a reoccurring theme amongst poets so far. Well, when we say that um, Sherry was popular, that just means a couple people got horny in a club for her. Mm. Mm-hmm. And she made a bit of money. She mm. sold that one book. Yeah, she had a book called um, Palms Rock. <laughs> yeah, I could not. And believe that sold it. all right. Yeah, Palms Rock. Yeah, that one was cool. I didn't buy it. I don't have any money, but I thought that was awesome of her. Yeah, I bought it for one uh, Ethereum, which turns out was a horrible use of that um, amount of money because I was like, now I don't know, twenty five thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> So that was kind of fucked up, but it was good to support a friend, support somebody in the industry. Mm-hmm. Now, now, her poem uh, went well that evening. Did you interact with her after that point at all? Are you talking to me? Yes. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Bobby, my... were you there as well? <laughs> Sorry. I was there. I was just watching. I was really watching <laughs> okay. the show. Oh, in that case, it's a question for everyone. Okay. Oh. And no, I was not doing my Robert De Niro impression right there. I was asking a question. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> um, oh, now okay. I remember what you said. Okay. Yeah. And that's good. Thank you. That's very good. As someone who watched a lot of movies and TV, I know exactly what you're talking about, man. That's why I saved it until now. I figured, because I could have said, are you talking to me basically throughout this whole podcast? And I had that joke ready to go, but I was waiting until we got a real culture expert. I was going to say, you haven't uh, asked me if I could milk you because you have nipples once this podcast yet. Not yet. But now I guess that Mr. Boba Fett is here. (laughs) I'm ready. I'm ready. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so I guess my question would be, um, <laughs> did you interact, uh, either of you with Sherry after her performance at all? I ignored her cause I was pissed that her poem <laughs> went better than mine. Well, I went to congratulate her, but she was none too pleased. She came off stage and she was grumbling and she was mumbling to herself. And I, I wanted to give her a big high five. I put up both hands even. I said, either one, pick one. Let's do it. Let's do this thing, huh? <laughs> me and right you. By me. me and you right now. One of your hands against one of my hands. Let's do it, Sherry, for once, please. And she just walked right by. I said, man, thank God this bottle service is paid for because I am <laughs> depressed. Wait, you had some of the bottle <laughs> service? I was hanging with those kids. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. I didn't know that and other said, poets were having it, too. This explains a lot. <laughs> Each bottle, again, is like 200 bucks. But anyways, it's fine now. It's already paid for. Were you buying the bottles? I was buying the bottles, yeah. Oh, you were, like, dousing is... yourself like a race car driver? <laughs> I didn't know yeah, I was uh, dousing myself like a race car driver. I know. I thought maybe I you had know. won, like, the F1 championship or something, but it turns out you were just no. having a good time. I see. Okay. No. I've never been in a race car. The biggest thrill of my life was one time performing at Joshua Tree and one guy puked on my shoes. And that's how I knew that my poem meant something to him. Mm. I was doing a poem about the wire and he just vomited on my lap. And I said, damn, man, this spoke to him. And that was powerful and that was beautiful to me. But on this night, um, Sherry walked off disgruntled and then she went out through the back exit door. She pushed it open. It said alarm may sound above it. Um, and she said, I don't give a damn. And she, and it just said may sound. Yeah. And then she said, not tonight, I guess. And then stomped out through the, through so the she emergency left. door. She saw something on stage that rattled her. And I suspect it was somebody in the crowd. Yes. She s- saw someone in the crowd exits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To the so back I start covering there. myself in bottles. Sure. Pouring them on myself. Just, just to make myself feel Smashing them on better. tables. And that's I was well, that's right. Yeah. yeah. I was talking and with the management. And a lot of kids came up to me congratulating me on my win. <laughs> <laughs> and Mr. Bingo, you were talking to the management? Yeah, I was trying to be like, look, can I just get some sort of discount here? <laughs> I'm like buying so many bottles and this guy's just dousing himself. It doesn't they're not even drinking it. <laughs> what if I just like, you know, we call it even. Why don't you just give him a bottle of water? He won't notice the difference. He's not even fucking dousing. He's not even tasting it, you know? But they didn't, they were like, it has to be legit. That's what we pride ourselves on as a club. Anyways. Yeah, they didn't go for your uh, request of let's just call it even. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I will be honest. I was kind of surprised that they uh, disrespected me like that. But, you know, I get it. Businessmen, they have no morals. Now, did either of you see anyone from the poetry community there that night that she would have seen in the audience? 
Yeah. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I saw a guy named uh, Terrible Ivan. Any good? <laughs> he's actually no, he's pretty bad. But um, <laughs> he he was there. He he looked pretty. Uh, disgruntled was the perfect word I heard mm. Uh, mm. Boba Fett used to describe Sherry. And I would use the same exact... I don't really have a good dictionary, uh, you know, for a, or a thesaurus for a poet. So I would just use the same exact word to describe that guy. It does sound like how most of your poems go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, you know, I keep it simple. Yeah, but they're beautiful in their own way, man. I respect what you do. When that drop hits and those kids start grinding, I think to myself, my poems wouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I even though mine didn't do it that night, yeah. No, no, that's true. But you could tell they were horny. That's exactly. I told you, didn't I? I told you after the show. <laughs> I was like, those guys were horny. You could tell. Yeah, and I felt it too. I mean, I was loaded, but I, whatever you said was right, yeah. and I knew that. It was just about and the feeling tell. in the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Terrible Ivan was bad, mm-hmm. really bad. He would read Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix on stage. Not a poem at all. Mm-hmm. It would take forever. It's such a long book. It is. That's very expensive, too. A lot of pages. <laughs> yeah, that's why I could never, I've never touched me. it. Yeah. That's why I never write down a poem. <laughs> yeah. That's it's a all up smart. here, baby. That's They're all smart. up in Sandy's dome. Oh, that's good. If my name was Sandy, that would have been the perfect Yeah, that would have been awesome. Or if I, and I didn't tell you my first name. If I didn't you've tell got you my something, first name. Oh, wait. Did I? Oh, did I? It's Bill. Oh, I was I was hoping for Thomas. Because I would have ended your whole night, buddy. What? What would you have called me? <laughs> well, my nose was flaring up right now at the thought of you <laughs> insulting me with something. <laughs> Did Terrible Ivan and Sherry have history that, that you guys knew of? You could say that. <laughs> yeah. And I will expand on that. Um, they did. And it was bad history. They were basically frenemies. Good expansion. <laughs> they were basically frenemies, but uh, minus the friend, the fr. Mm. Yeah. So just enemies. There was a word for that. <laughs> yeah, that's <right>. exactly. <laughs> Perfect way to describe it. <laughs> yeah. Damn. And you could tell at every reading if the other one was presenting, then the other one was in the crowd, mm. and they were stewing in it. Oh, so mm. no, they've been in the same room before. Nothing bad has happened, is what you're saying. Mm. Um, do you think there was anything this evening that that put it over? You know, the boiling point. I mean, it was the Mesa, Arizona Grand Prix Championship race weekend. <laughs> I guess that's why you thought he won. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but I think they both made a big bet on the race. Mm. So I guess They did, yep. They <laughs> made a big old okay, bet Okay, now on you the race. expand on that. <laughs> Well, I guess they both bet on different drivers, I'm remembering now. <laughs> so I wonder if that because could have Because for a second it. I thought, well, they bet on the same driver. That's no big deal. Exactly. <laughs> That's no big deal. Because you bet on the same driver, even if it goes badly, you're both kind of in, in it the same together. camp, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. so that wouldn't be so bad. Mm-hmm. But you're saying different drivers. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll that'll. Um, Especially if one of them bet on you, who wasn't even in the race, it turns out. Oh no! I hate to think that I came in the middle of this by presenting myself as some kind of championship race. <laughs> and they driver. thought, oh, he's already won. The perfect Here's person to hide money. For. Yeah. Here's the problem. I was doing that the night before, and people were congratulating me. Oh no, 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 no. Well, I don't know why we why we kill Sherry and not kill me. Why wouldn't he come for me? <gasps> the book. E Poems rock? rock. The bookie. Yeah. Oh, that's also another version of a bookie. A little book. Yeah. And then we're also betting. A novella. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying is that you also had the book of this a similar title, Book uh, Poems Rule. Mm. Not a single copy sold. People don't want to hear sold. about rules. No. That's the thing. He, people, yeah, they thought it was rules for writing poetry. So nobody bought it because the rules are meant to be broken. Even though I steadfastly stay true to the ABAB rhyme scheme. I understand the concept of poems needing to break rules. But rocks, rocks are awesome. Mm-hmm. You can skip them yeah. on the water. Skip them completely. They Don't can... think about them. Rocks are so awesome, you can ignore them. <laughs> and they don't do, yeah. They basically... And they will never get revenge. <laughs> rocks are only as powerful as you give them the power to be we need to remember that Damn. if you ignore them they basically have no power <laughs> only when you pay attention to them are they actually infuriating I'm not even sure there are rocks sometimes when I'm not seeing them right in front of me mm-hmm. I'm looking at you two right now on a screen on a zoom and I'm starting to think that there aren't even rocks I think it's I might, I might have to google image search rocks just to get my head on right later <laughs> But I'll we send think... you some pics, man. It's quick. <laughs> Thank you. Just just to keep me grounded, sometimes he sends me a photo of a rock. It doesn't get much more ground than that. <laughs> <laughs> so we're thinking this was terrible, Ivan, because of <laughs> because they bet on different drivers. One of them who maybe bet on you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They were so mad hey, that I... Ivan had turned her upside down until she was dead. <laughs> Well, if you get turned upside down, a bunch of blood rushes to your head. She might. That should be a good thing. (laughs) I mean, I guess, but I think there's a such thing as you ever heard of too much blood? No. (laughs) It's it's when you're upside down and it goes to your head and then you die. (laughs) (laughs) And that wraps up another (laughs) successful episode of Killed to Death. It was a case of too much blood until you die. Can't Mm. believe it. And he's such a bad poet, too. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's it's always the ones you don't expect. Mm-hmm. I want to thank Zach Aaron for our theme song, Brady Schumer for our art. If you would like to suggest a murder, killtodeathpodcast at gmail.com. If you just want to have a simple little gas online, it's killtodeathpodcast on Instagram or k2dpod on Twitter. That's all I have to say. Don't worry. Nothing else from me. Uh, however, Mr. Bingo uh, might uh, also ha- have to tell you things. I absolutely got to tell you about a comedian I love in Canada. I know I live in Hollywood, but this Hollywood guy. Hollywood South. I live in Hollywood South. This guy basically lives in a place called Toronto. Hollywood. And 
Yeah, Hollywood. And his name is Nick Nemiroff. And you got to check him out online at Nick Nemiroff. And if you have CBC Gem, which you got to download, it's free, I think. You might even <laughs> just be able to use it in your browser. Yeah, you can you just even go gotta, to it, man. You don't even got to download. You just got to search CBC Gem and there it is a player free. will be there. <laughs> Yeah. You, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm kind of a player. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if I could remember the name of that football player, that's what I would have said. Tez Perfect. Oh my god. Yeah. Damn. I gotta tell my great grandpa that. Uh, <laughs> great grandpa. <laughs> I think I said great grandpa the first time. Oh, and then you said you hoped time. to get it back to your grandfather so he could see the works yes. his father made. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Exactly. Sorry. So well, if you go to CBC Gem, there's Nick Nemiroff content. There is. There's something called the new wave of stand-up, which will come out March 29th, which I'm sure this podcast will be. Will be yeah, this is. I believe it's that. late April, right okay, now. Okay, so about a month ago, if uh, everything goes according to plan, they There's will no release Gem something outage. on CBC Gem. <laughs> yeah, if Gem does not get taken down by the hackers of Anonymous, <laughs> they're always trying to take down Gem. <laughs> <laughs> you will be able to see some Nick Nemiroff content on there. There's also a very good album. There is an album. There's a comedy album of his called The Pursuit of Comedy Has Ruined My Life, available everywhere you stream or download music. Uh, and uh, uh, first of all, Mr. Boba Fett, is there anything you'd like people to check out? <laughs> I mean, if you're ever in Arizona, buy me a bottle, baby, because I might have just won something. You don't know. <laughs> and Steve? Uh, killed to death and once again I truly mean it the tiniest most insignificant of congratulations (laughs) thanks so much I didn't even see your shoulders move that time (laughs) that's impressive well yeah we're not in the same room what does it matter (laughs) and I want to say to um, if you're one of our special (laughs) listeners yeah this one's for you Keep your stick on the ice. Killed to Death is produced and recorded by Steve Cook and Griffin Toplitsky and is a proud part of the Sonar Network. Music by Zach Aaron. Art by Brady Schumer. Special thanks to Mike Mangiardi, Katie Lure, and Tom Shank. Please follow and like Killed to Death wherever you can so the boys know how to value their worth as human beings. has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar! Yeah, this one's for you. Keep your stick on the ice. Mm-hmm. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>